Hello everyone and welcome. It is time. It is here. The first episode of Operation E-Clock, a brand new campaign exclusively on the Adoran Cast podcast feed that you're listening to right now. Welcome everyone. Sit down. Get yourself comfortable. Uh, don't smack into your mic like I just did here. Hopefully you guys didn't hear that. Let's get started. Let's go through exactly what this campaign is going to be. I know you've probably heard the promos that have been in the past, and I greatly appreciate you popping in this early in the process, uh, because you really will get to have an understanding of how this campaign is going to be run, and what's so special about everything that we do here. All of this is done off of the dome, so I apologize if I forget any details. If you think of any questions, comments, or concerns that you have, there's a couple of ways you can contact me. Primary way are via Twitter at Adurin Region, that is at A-H-D-U-R-I-N Region on Twitter. You can contact me there. You can contact me on Discord uh, if you're part of the Discord community that's already set up. There should be a link in the description if there isn't already. And uh, finally, you can obviously email me. You can email me at theadurinregion at gmail.com theadurinregion at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions to make the show better because frankly, Despite the fact that I have been sort of working on this for six months, this has been an on and off project over that six month period. Just enough that I can actually start the show. There's obviously going to be so many adjustments that are going to be made, not only now, but throughout the show. This is a beta test, I guess, of the extremely simple campaign idea and the extremely simple system that I've got here. So feel free to throw suggestions your way this way. Uh, not only will I credit you, but I may actually take them into advice because uh, I know for a fact I am not the best when it comes to TTRPG systems as we stare directly into Not a Scratch's soul. Now, this episode, as you probably can tell, is sort of an introduction to the campaign. I'm going to explain a little bit about the details of the campaign, the idea I have in mind, the structure of the campaign, and the structure of episodes. So, please stick around if you're interested in listening to this. I would highly recommend it, especially if you are a player in this campaign, because there are some details in here that I may forget when I try to talk to you about it prior to us actually starting. Plus, it's very helpful for me to being able to share with you uh, exactly what you can expect. I want you to know what you're expecting and what you're going to get through this show so that when you stick around for the long haul, you're able to know what's popping out and where you can find everything that you need to find. So let's get started with that. This show in and of itself started from a charity stream I ran last December. So as of right now, it's July of 2022. I ran this in December of 2021, and the idea behind this charity event was, uh, in hindsight, an extremely long reach that I somehow was able to succeed in to a certain extent. Uh, the idea behind it was I, I had invited different TTRPG players and fans and people that I knew in the community to pop in for an hour and take over a character that another person had taken over. So early in the morning, uh, a friend of mine started off with the player, picked a starter Pokemon, and we were going through a really, really condensed version of a Pokemon trainer journey, uh, where battles were done on Pokemon Showdown and character interactions were done in the, the region itself. And then at the end of every hour, a player would pop out and then the new person would come in to take control of the same character. So they could make different choices. For example, if the first player really loved their water types and just had a team of six water types, the second player who comes in may say, oh no, I really don't like water types. Bench all those guys and bring in other folks. Bring in, you know, a well-diverse team. Or maybe they're just a big fan of bug types and brings in an entire team of bug types. So the cool thing about this is that it, it allows different players to put their own spin on the story. That little segment of the story is theirs. The decision 
uh, sorry, the decisions that they make for better or for worse are theirs. And you can see it expand into an interesting story in the long haul. You can see the changes in mind, the decision-making of this character as they go through the journey that they did. That charity event was a real success, but it also got me really interested in trying that in a longer, more structured, more edited campaign. And that's where this show eventually comes from. Now, that charity event was really emulating the standard Pokemon journey. You know, your standard Pokemon games, like, you know, the first game that popped into my, uh, my mind right now is Pokemon Sword and Shield. So something along those lines. This campaign is slightly different. It still has the Pokemon integration. You're going to notice that easily throughout this entire story, not just because it's basically all over the, the page and it's kind of what I'm known for, but also because Pokemon is a uh, is a property that I'm very familiar with and a lot of the people that I'm working with are familiar with as well. Uh, but I wanted to add an interesting twist. There had to be an interesting story behind this. I can't just repeat the exact same thing that the charity event did. And during that time, I got really, really into Majora's Mask, a Zelda game released uh, two decades ago or something along those lines. Majora's Mask, if you haven't looked it up, uh, I would recommend doing so. It's not going to spoil anything that happens here, uh, though the general structure of it is sort of similar um, to what I'm planning to do here. But Majora's Mask is really interesting in that the way the game is structured is that you have three days to basically accomplish your goals. At the end of the third day in Majora's Mask, the moon falls on the town that you're in and it basically destroys the city, lots of L's all around. Uh, but the main character, Link, of the Legend of Zelda series, uh, uses the Ocarina of Time to be able to reset himself back to the beginning of the first day, allowing him to go through the three-day cycle over and over again, collecting pieces and, under, and in that case, Majora's Masks, uh, different masks across the entire town and the surrounding areas, allowing him to eventually get all the things that he needs to beat the big bad at the end of the story. That was something I'm really interested in. I love time travel stories. Uh, if you've seen Not a Scratch, you know that I introduced time travel, uh, much to the chagrin of my players uh, at a certain point, because I really enjoy the concept of decisions that you make at one time affecting decisions you make at another time. Everything that I do, all the stories that I make, all the TTRPG campaigns that I do, always have that philosophy in the back. They always have the idea that behind the scenes, there is a reason, the, the, the reason why you did something will be revealed, or the decisions that you make will impact something that you may not even know exist, or vice versa. The decisions that you're choosing to make now are impacted by things that I've introduced well in the past. There's always a reason for something happening in the real world, whether it's logical, whether it's something clearly obvious or not. I tend to believe in that philosophy, and that really shines through whenever I'm DMing things, especially in the Not Scratch universe, and really especially in this universe, uh, as we now shift into what the Operation E-Clock is. So Operation E-Clock, uh, in case you don't know, it's not exactly a spoiler or anything like that, but E stands for Elemental. Operation E-Clock here, uh, Operation Elemental Clock, is a similar sort of story. If you've heard the promos, you know that the main character of the story, who will be the players uh, that switch out as, as time goes on, the main character of the story has traveled into this universe, into this town, uh, seemingly on vacation, only to find that it is not a vacation at all. Uh, and things get more dire from there. Eventually, the character realizes, oh wait, this is actually a situation that I need to worry about, and I'm the only one that can solve it, thus going on an adventure to try to solve it there. With the same sort of philosophy in mind. Uh, in this game, same as in Majora's Mask, they have three days to do something, and if they don't, everything resets 
I'm 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 going to be the DM here. I'm not going to say, oh, you game over if you forget to reset. At a certain time, it resets back to the beginning, uh, and then you restart the days with new information in mind. So that's the general gist of this, but how the players go through it, what the story is, if they're able to solve it, is all available throughout this series. That's what the whole goal is, okay? There is obviously a way that the characters can lose, but as in most video games, and this is kind of closely structuring a video game, it's going to be very hard for someone to lose the game, right? You don't lose uh, Majora's Mask, you just stop playing. That's about the only thing that's really going to stop this campaign from having a conclusion, but... The decisions that players make, which path they go, whether the story that I start off with ends up being the story that the final result is going to be, could be interesting. This campaign as well is going to be much shorter than the uh, campaign that I run for Not A Scratch. That Not A Scratch campaign is over two years in the making. This campaign, I can tell you right now, is not going to be two years in the making. How long it's going to be, I'm not 100% sure. It kind of depends on the progress of the players and the decisions that I make, whether to speed things up or slow things down throughout the story. But you can expect a shorter than two-year campaign, uh, if that makes you feel any better. Um, so, now that I've gone through a lot of the backstory, let's explain the structure of this campaign, how it's going to work. Uh, just This isn't going to be how it starts off immediately, but we'll go when the, when the grind really gets going later on into the, the, into the story. So when a player uh, comes to me, uh, basically like, hey, it's my turn to start playing, we'll get into a conversation discussing the pros and cons, what type of story they want. Uh, I always want to make sure at the end of the day, if the player isn't having fun, that's going to not only seep through through the podcast, but that's going to just make our dynamic uh, not work as well as, you know, as we want it to. So I'm going to discuss with the players beforehand, you know, what type of topics are good or bad. I try to keep things PG. Uh, this campaign, this story is a uh, PG-13, uh, please don't use swear words, uh, I will bleep them out if I have to, or cut them out if I need to, because I'm the editor, uh, but, you know, try not to use them, uh, type of guy, but at the same time, in case there's anything that is an iffy topic, uh, I'll discuss that with the players beforehand. Um, the episode structure itself, it's sort of split into different parts. The first part is sort of an introduction to the player themselves. This is not going to be on the podcast feed. I'll throw that out there now. Instead of being on the podcast feed, this is going to be exclusive content available on my Ko-Fi page, which should be in the description below. If it's not, uh, you can feel free to check it out. Uh, the Ko-Fi page not only will be updating with these player profiles, if you want to consider them there, but also behind the scenes on what this system was. And this is being recorded, uh, this was recorded when I was creating the system. So you can see the difference, you know, ideas that I went through throughout the past couple of months. And even throughout the story, I'll be regularly recording and uploading those all available on my ko-fi page uh if you want to go and check that out i highly recommend it i mean yes it is uh monetarily beneficial for me but also you know it's going to be a lot of exclusive stuff there that won't be available on the podcast feed and it really will help to explain not only the story but you'll also get a little bit of an in-depth to the players themselves this is all extra stuff this is not, of course, necessary to listen to the campaign. I'm trying to, and I try to do this, do this with all of the content that I make, make a story that you can listen to for free. There may be ads involved in some campaigns that I do, uh, including these. You might, act, you, know, you might have to deal with the fact that there are some intro ads and ending ads, but I want you to be able to listen to an entire show without feeling like you're missing anything for free. You don't have to do anything monetarily. It does help. It helps not only improve the content that we make, it improves uh, my standing, I guess, uh, in the universe. It makes me feel good if you uh, have a couple of dollars that you'd like to give, but you don't have to. It's not necessary. 
though anyone that does, I absolutely appreciate and love you all, um, regardless of how much investment you want to put into this. Uh, so those player profiles, along with exclusive behind-the-scenes how-to-make system plus, wow, this story was not going where I'm going uh, sort of things, will all be available on my Ko-Fi page that you can check out again, description down below. Extra content that's available there. That's part one that's recorded with the players and that's posted uh, on the side there. Uh, then we go into the story itself. Now, each player will have two different cycles that they're able to go through. So it's a three-day system. The three days are each broken down into four segments. So there's like an early morning, there's the morning, there's the afternoon, and then there's a night is effectively what it is. Uh, broken down into those four segments. So they'll have a total of 12 different segments that they can go through. I'm not exactly sure. It'll take some time. I need to test this out, obviously, with my players uh, to figure out what the expectation is for those. But my idea in mind is that segment number, first off, segment number one, player profiles, that's posted on the Ko-Fi page, extra stuff that's just out there. Uh, segment number two is day one. Uh, not day one, sorry, cycle one. Uh, so they'll do the entire first cycle on their own run through, and then they'll go through a reset. Segment number three is cycle number two. They'll go through the entire cycle, do whatever it is they need to do. Hopefully they can finish up their story. At the end of cycle number two is the end of their time as a controller of the main character. Afterwards, segment number four, and this is going to be posted on this feed, segment number four is sort of an aftermath, like a discussion afterwards. What did you think? Is there anything that you want to add? Is there any adjustments that you want to make? And so on and so forth. There's a few extra details that I'll mention uh, going into that as well. Uh, and that is going to be the time that the players have. So the players, when they come to me, they'll have the player profile where we kind of just chat about, you know, what's your life going on? How's it going? Uh, trying to get that sort of rapport built, understanding who the player is. This is helpful for me because I get to know how I want to structure the campaign and how to, how to create characters and stuff like that. And helpful for the players, hopefully as like a sort of icebreaker to kind of relax things and make things comfortable um with with me because you know, some of these players i haven't played with or if i have i played with them a long time ago and so to try to just ice break get things to relax uh we go through the little pro player profile thing we go through cycle one we go through cycle two and then afterwards a sort of wrap-up discussion thing with a couple of extra details that i'll mention momentarily after that we shift over to the next player and this cycle continues so you'll see four segments here uh each character each player sorry will control the character for three episodes at a time um, that's at least the structure that I'm going into this show, uh, looking like that might change. And if it does, I'll have an update episode later on saying, Hey, this is how it's going to change. Maybe due to editing, maybe I find that it takes too long and I need to cut it down to extra episodes, or maybe I find things are, you know, going really shortly and we can combine things, whatever ends up working out. But for now, that's the general gist of how I want to work with players. Uh, then players will continue to cycle in and out, yada, yada, yada. And we'll go on from there until we finish the story. There are a couple of exceptions, as I mentioned previously. The first exception, and really the biggest exception, is the initial part of the story. That's not how the next couple of weeks are going to go. To start off with the story and to provide my first player, uh, who I believe, uh, just for simplicity and easy to recording sake, uh, will be Muhammad, who is uh, my co-host on Not a Scratch. Uh, he'll be the first player on. Uh, to ease it for him and for the next couple of players that come afterwards, uh, I am going to run through the campaign myself. Kind of weird. But a lot of what I'm going to do is sort of just 
introducing clues in different locations, at which point later players will be able to say, oh, I want to go down this path, and they'll start going down that path, or use the clues that I have to make their own conclusions and drive the story from there. So what's going to happen, uh, and this is sort of the structure that you can expect over the next couple of weeks, so this is big, you know, red flashing lights. If you want to listen to something, listen here. The first episode of the main campaign, which is next week, will be the prologue. This is the world-building stuff. This is stuff before the cycle begins. This is the main character introducing themselves into the town, getting a gist of what's everything going on. The emergency happens, they have the meeting, and then we pause it there. Then I go through the cycle once. I go through the cycle as if the character, uh, this is sort of a behind-the-scenes thing, but again, sort of a prologue sort of way, the character doesn't know that the cycle is going to restart. I go through the three days, however... I, at the, at the time, think the character would go through it their own separate way, you know, whatever decisions that they end up making, and then we reset. The third episode, so we've gone through, the first episode is a prologue of the prologue. The, the second episode, uh, so first one is prologue of prologue. Second one is going to be the, the main character not knowing what's going on. The third episode is going to be the main character knowing what's going on. So I'm going to have like a mental time jump uh, of a couple of cycles until the character's like, hey, wait a minute, I've reset okay, let me write down a bunch of notes. That's what I was referring to in the longer promo with the sounds of the volcano coming and, you know, oh no, everything's going downhill, that sort of thing. Uh, that's referring to the third uh, episode here. So that'll be the one where I actually take notes and write down everything, all the different clues that I have. Then from there, I hand it off to the first player, Muhammad, and we go from there. So that's the general gist. That's what you can expect over the next couple of weeks. You can expect next week's episode to be the world building, the following week to be, hey, wait a minute, things are kind of weird, and then the following episode, third week from then, uh, being, hey, wait a minute, this is actually weird. Let me write down everything I can. And then we'll go through the, the cycles that I've mentioned previously and go through from there. Um, one more thing that I want to talk about is the character sheet. Now, uh, for the players themselves, the character sheet and the character document itself, the diary that I referred to, is something that each player will get access to. They'll have one sheet, and I kind of just pick it up and then give it to the next player and so on and so forth, and same thing with that diary, I hand it off to the next player. So it's important for all of my players to take notes, because if they don't, the next player won't have the information that they need to continue that sort of story. Uh, these are going to be recorded uh, well in advance of the release time, so information that uh, player number, I don't know, we'll say... Uh, player number five has if they don't write it down the sheet well it's gonna player number six won't have access to that information and the episodes won't be released until later on down the line so it's very important that this basically like a google doc a diary in a way uh not only is constantly inputted with information but has the accurate sort of stuff and is written down as much as possible that way future players are able to build off of that so that's what the diary i referred to talks about it's just a bunch of notes saying hey here are all the key things that i did or here are all the things that i thought of and that can adjust the way that the players down the line end up working with things that's the diary, that's the doc, um, that's the way that the players are going to be able to retain information through cycles. Uh, as I mentioned, um, sort of, I sort of hinted at this in the promo itself, uh, the cycle, uh, the resetting of the cycle impacts everybody else's memory. It doesn't impact the main character as much, but it does. And that's sort of just to imply, hey, as we switch from player to player, there are some things that are just not going to get through from player number one to player number two, and that's sort of the you know the barrier there. Um, that's sort of the adjustment that's made. Oh, I remember this detail, but not this one. That's sort of my excuse for why this player doesn't remember everything uh, that they do. The character sheet itself and the system that we work with 
is self-made and extremely simple. It's very straightforward. Uh, I, I want to make this as simple as possible because at the end of the day, this campaign and this story is more about the characters and the conversation and the plot rather than the battling mechanics. I'm not making this system to be a battle system. If anything, this is going to be the closest thing I have made so far to a Pokemon Ranger game, if you know that campaign. In, the, in Pokemon Ranger, in the actual video games that are there, uh, battling isn't really a thing in the Ranger games. This is going to have some battling involved that's not you know, completely absent, but in the Ranger games, uh, instead of capturing Pokemon and using them in battle, you sort of borrow Pokemon from the environment to, uh, to clean up the environment or you know, make adjustments to the wildlife or something along those lines, like adjusting the world around you. And that's sort of where we're going with this. Uh, less battling, more about the people and the conversation and the, the plot moving forward. Um, so the sheet itself is actually really straightforward. Um, the player name obviously is there. Uh, the skills that we'll be using, we'll be using the main D&D &D skills, so constitution, charisma, strength, dexterity, intelligence, and wisdom. Um, this is going to be on a D20 system where uh, I'll have, sort of similar to D&D, &D, I think, a roll in mind. Like you have to beat a 16 on your roll and you roll this, add your modifier, presto. There are no uh, sub, like specific skills or anything like that, like athletics, um, stealth so on and so forth it's kind of just built off of what our interpretations of constitution charisma etc are this can lead to some sort of negotiation between the players and me i'm absolutely willing to listen to what the players have to say i also can override things if they're trying to modify it say like oh uh, i know i have to read the book but if i smack the book really hard using my strength score then i'll know the information obviously that's not going to run with me so, you know, we'll have some back and forth there. Players, of course, are happy to lead the story. I am just as willing to let them let, you know, go with whatever they want to go with because this is going to be a fun adventure regardless, and the plot will obviously lend itself to a more interesting story for the players if the players have some input in it. So those are the scores there. Uh, the modifiers, um, as of right now, are net zeros. That'll probably change when we hand it over to Muhammad due to the decisions that are made in story. Uh, the monetary system in this game is Poke. You'll be starting off with some Poke and go from there. Access to the Poke will always be available, and we'll discuss that once we get into the actual story. Now, the players themselves have their own stats. Now, there's health, fatigue, attack, defense, special attack, special defense. You might be wondering how exactly that works with a player character, because last time I checked, players aren't able, you know, regular humans aren't able to summon magic fireballs from their hand. That will be explained in the story as well. As of right now, it is fives across the board. How, uh, how that works, attack and defense, you can kind of think of how that is. Attack is more of the physical attacking ability. Defense is sort of your ability to dodge. Special attack, magical attacks, special defense, magical defense. Fatigue is something that's in this game as well. Uh, as time goes on and the player gets better and better, they're able to stay up longer. But uh, early on in the story, you need to get some sleep. And at a certain point, I'm going to be forcing characters, especially early on, to get some sleep. Health is straightforward uh, if you don't have health. Um, you can't progress, so that's a thing as well. The character starts off at level zero, and then for every accomplishment that they make, and I'm being vague about this because that'll be explained in story, uh, their level will increase, which will increase their health. 
All the other stats increase because they're all uh, correspondingly related to a specific D&D stat. So constitution is to health, charisma is to fatigue. This one's kind of weird, but everything else fits, and this is kind of just the last, re uh, last resort. I guess the idea is that you can persuade other people to do things for you, thus not making you fatigue. That's about the closest I can get. Strength is to attack, dexterity is to defense, intelligence is to special attack, and wisdom is to special defense. So if you increase those scores, your specific stats will increase as well. There's also the opportunity in-game to get different stat boosts items, HP, stamina, attack, defense, special attack, special defense, boost items, those also impact your uh, your actual health bars and your attack and stuff like that. Uh, this is all, again, for the player character themselves. Uh, sort of, basically, if you want to get into a fist fight with the bartender, uh, this is what I'm working with. Do I recommend it? Probably not. But if you wanted to, you could. I have two different item sections as well. There are Pokemon items. These are pulled from the Mystery Dungeon games because I had that ready, and to build it from the trainer games would be incredibly complicated, uh, especially since I remember how long it took for me to not only pull the item list from the Mystery Dungeon games, but also adjust it so that uh, it's all in, you know, Dungeons & Dragons terms or TTRPG terms rather than, you know, the standard, like, 10 health points because 10 health points would, in my Mystery Dungeon game would be, like, a third of your health. Uh, for Orin Berries, for example. So yeah, we're just going to stick with the Mystery Dungeon items. Is this going to be weird? Yes, but I'm also combining Pokemon and Zelda, so that's making it weird in and of itself. Uh, there are Pokemon items that are those specifically for Pokemon, and then there are your items. These are things that I'm going to be building with the characters over time. Uh, you know, these are what you think of when you think of a Zelda game and having items in that game. I have a sword. I have a shield. I have uh, the bombs, and so on and so forth. So those will be listed here. Uh, unlike the Pokemon items where all you have to do is type in the item and then the effect is pulled up, in this situation, we're kind of just going to be talking about the effect uh, in-game itself. So the player character and I will probably be creating items over time that the player either keeps or I just keep a mental note of uh, or a notebook sheet, something along those lines, and writing down what the actual effects are for those specific things. That's basically it as of right now in the uh, actual sheet itself. Um, if additional sections are made, those will be created and talked about during the show itself. Uh, there's another tab for Pokemon. Then this is there's only two tabs on the sheet that players will actually look at: the character sheets and the Pokemon sheet. Obviously, this being a Pokemon campaign, Pokemon are going to exist in this campaign, and a lot of the information is here as well. Again, it's sort of your standard thing. Uh, you have a Pokemon with the types, its ability, its held item if it has one, its specific four to, uh, four move set, four move move set. There you go. Um, and then their specific stats. All of this is information that is pulled from other sheets. And if you've played my Mystery Dungeon campaign or know how that works, it's kind of the same sort of process. The damage in this game is actually really straightforward. The calculations are pretty straightforward. Is this balanced? Probably not, but we're going to roll with it for now and we're going to see what happens. Uh, this is basically, once you roll for accuracy and see if it's successful, uh, you just input the numbers in, damage is spit out. There is stab in the system for everybody that is a fan of my Mystery Dungeon campaign and knows that there is no stab in that game. Uh, there is stab in the system that is available here, and super effectiveness exists as well, though it's not a multiplier, it's an add or subtract health and so on and so forth. Uh, all of this information will be discussed more when we get into specific players and different comments that are made there. Uh, finally, one last thing I want to talk about the players themselves. So adjustments to the stats, I've mentioned this previously, as you level up, uh, you're leveling up your, uh, your specific statistics, but not the rolling statistics. So if I get if I go from level zero to level one, that improves my health, but that doesn't actually improve any of the like constitution, charisma, and so on and so forth. There are different items that will boost that over time, which the players will keep track of. But 
there's also sort of like the mask system, a way where you can adjust the stats, moving one stat from one area to another as you progress throughout the story. It was probably cut out, but I had to move over and grab my red book for this. So the character stats grow over time. The rolling stats, however, that's how I'm, I'm kind of referred to them. Uh, they, they hover around and change when the following things occur. Uh, when uh, you can boost one of these stats, when you gain a specific achievement, again, being light, being vague about what exactly that is, uh, but when you get an achievement that's a flat-out boost to whatever stat you feel like adding to, uh, when a player joins in, so when a player is coming into the campaign, they can make they can move one point from one area to another. So, if, for example, they prefer to have extra strength and they don't really care about their dexterity, they can take one point away from dexterity and put it into strength. So when you're joining the campaign, so think about the first episode when players come in, this is going to be done in the first episode that is on the podcast feed, so not the part that is listed exclusively on Ko-Fi. When they join the campaign, they can move one stat over. When they leave the campaign, so this is the end of that discussion episode and what I was hinting at previously, they can move two points across their stats. So now there's this adjustment. So each player, while it is the same character, it is adjusted in a way that allows new players to uh, have a, a slightly more applicable character to themselves, something that they feel slightly more comfortable with, and then old players to still have an impact on the story going forward. Obviously, if I make a decision today, that's going to impact my decision-making six months from now. Even if it is a minute thing, as I've explained at the very beginning, I think every decision has a role to play in life, whether it is a small decision that doesn't matter down the line or something huge that does matter down the line. Uh, and the same idea sort of applies here. And that is basically it. That's everything you need to know before this campaign begins about the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, to get a general understanding, put yourself in the shoes of the players of this campaign. I really hope that you enjoy this campaign. Uh, I've worked for, at this point, seven-ish seven months uh, on the story and everything behind it, along with all the other responsibilities that I have. And along with that, this is a story that I think is going to take uh, a lot of time to build. But I do hope you enjoy uh, everything that we do here. I hope you enjoy the players that we have here. And there's still a chance for you, if you haven't been reached out to for being a player, there's still an outside shot that I will reach out to you or someone else uh, in the camp in the community, basically, for another player position. So uh, don't fret. If you're really interested about being part of this campaign, stay tuned. Uh, because there's definitely a shot that you can make it in. I think it is more likely that I will run out of story content than I will run out of players, but nevertheless, there's always more story to be added. I can always add more story in. I can't necessarily add more players in, so if you're really interested in joining, that would be very helpful, because uh, I can't just request that you join me or else, right? What else do I have to, you know, what, what can I put over you on that regard? Um, that is basically it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we get into the actual story stuff itself, uh, which I'm very excited for, very excited to do this. It's also going to be weird doing a TTRPG uh, story and rolling dice when there's only one person that's both a dungeon master and the main character. Though I guess I can separate myself enough to... Uh, maybe I won't talk to myself and ask myself to do roles or stuff like that. But I'll try to explain everything in the next episode. Um, as a reminder, obviously, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns that you want to reach out to me personally, uh, remember, I'm on Twitter at Adurin Region. That is at A-H-D-U-R-I-N Region. You can email me, theadurinregion at gmail.com, 
or you can uh, chat with me on Discord. There's an entire Discord community built for the content that I create at this point, though it is the Not a Scratch Discord. There's an entire section dedicated to Operation E Clock that you can join and ask whatever questions you've got to. I would absolutely appreciate any questions you have and any clarifications I can make as we get started with the next episode. So now, officially, thank you very much for the support every way that you do shape or form that you're supporting the content that we create here. Remember to check out the Ko-Fi page. It's probably something uploaded there, though it might just be this episode. Uh, new content will be available there, so stay tuned for that. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, watching, and supporting in any way, shape, or form that you do. I will get through this outro. And until next time, everyone, officially, take care. <laughs>